Yeah. Constitution for now. Like we know the we know the general skeleton of the constitution now. Hopefully. We'll be adding more meat to those bones later on and getting more uh, more detail than that. But now we step towards the bad news. We will now begin some of the most convoluted, some of the most confusing, most vague, and most easily uh, mistaken material in the entire course. Federalism. Every, uh, every student in this course throughout time will always tell you they're most hated, most reviled, least enjoyable section of the course has been federalism. That's why it's important to knock it out now. Whenever you had to take medicine as a kid and you didn't like it, did you, did you put it in the cup and kind of take little sips of it? Maybe. Then what happened? You were prolonging the agony, yes? Yes. Now what you do, when that bad day's been on for a week, you don't peel slowly every arm hair coming out here. Bing, 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 bing. Like, like broken guitar strings one by uh. one. I knew it resonated right there. I knew you were drawing out. No, you just rip that thing. Just get rid of it. Alright? That's what I want to do. I want to rip federalism right now. I want to chug federalism right now. Give me another. There'll be more enjoyable parts of the class when you slow down and we can sniff slow it. Down. Yeah, like a nice, nice Chianti wine, you know? No, this is like straight up like this is rock gut tequila. You gotta slam this and move on. Alright? But you wouldn't know anything about that. Of course you wouldn't. Of course. Of course. You're all model citizens and great people who would never ever touch the fire one. Now let me update our agenda then to show this. We are going to watch this part. This is window. Yeah, Number two is. Oh, they're all there. Uh, oh, you choose. No, no green though. Give me a blue or a black. How did I know? Who's your boy? Now. We're the federalism. For what? And why? We're going to draw connections between federalism and separation of powers. And also to follow up on some of your historical knowledge. Alright? And after that, I'm going to show you it's the Soapstones in a group is easier. I only give you I only give you one point for each completed row for a grand total of six. Alright. By the way, I'm like anti-gray with points. I don't, I'm not uh, I'm not very uh, prolific in the way I give out points. I think points are precious. Like for example, when the peso was devalued and the Mexican government agreed 15 years ago to take one of the powers of ten off of it and bring it back down to earth a little bit. Which I think Japan will do soon too with the yen. It's like 85,000 yen to a dollar or something. It's insane. I know. 
my point system is much more, you know, grounded and, you know, hopefully if, it's, if it gets to be a lot of points in my class, it might be like 500. So everything is precious. There's no like, oh, I gotta, I'll do some homework later on. I'll kill it. I'll, I'll get rid of that. I'll, you got you to make sure everything that you're doing is conscientious toward you trying to get full credit. All right? There are no throwaways here. All right? Everything just counts. This, that's very college-based, too. In college, you have a few main assignments. Your only homework in between might be reading, some discussion sections online or something like that on Blackboard. And that's it. You screw up the midterm, ouch. You know, you gotta make sure you're mindful of quality in every aspect. That being said, many of us got off to a little bit of a rough start. I'll see you on Monday. All right? That's good. Do that now. Get all that out of your system now. All right? Like I've been telling people, develop a ritual for yourself and having some sort of daily maintenance of this course. Whether you watch Hippocampus on federalism every day because you know we're on federalism this week. Or whether you go and you um, library of congress online after every, every lecture, every discussion, and you look up on the library of congress what the terms mean according to them, and you, and you try to make up, well what do they say, what do they say? And you try to come to terms with them each. Now, you need something. This, you are not so smart in this class that you can just go ahead and study for an hour and you're good. That's not gonna work. And you're all very bright people in here, and so was I. And everyone throughout history took that first quiz and face planted for the majority of it. Now some people have already adapted their own rituals. I clown Perla because of the whole, you know, I'm not the student for recording me, but no, now that he's got my consent, he's recording me, it worked out very well. I would advise you as your econ teacher as well to begin selling those recordings for five bucks a pop. I'm just kidding. Now. Just get them online for free. <laughs> They're on iTunes. You're putting me on iTunes? Then I really want my cut. Now. But you need a ritual, a study ritual. And you need to get into little groups. I'm not going to force groups upon you. Some of you are old enough to buy cigarettes, all right? You're all old people in here. Like, this, you got to take some responsibility for this, all right? I made a format for you to get together electronically in group and nobody used it. And y'all face planted. I sit there, I have no life, all right? I have no friends. It's just me and my kids. When they're asleep, it's just me and Discovery Channel, okay? I'm there waiting to answer questions and I'm sitting there and no little numbers come in parentheses on my tab on my Firefox on our group. And there should be numbers coming up in parentheses, meaning there are new posts. And there are none. All there is is I give out Brian like whatever I say. <laughs> That's not good enough. Alright? I know you thought, I'm free! No more mandatory gray meetings. Ha ha, I'm on my own again. Face plan. Not good enough. We can be home, we can be in our jammies, we can be eating cross, you know, frosted flakes and stuff. And we can still get work done, all right? In college, that's what you do. You sit around in your slippers and you get work done, all right? It's a higher level of work. I'm more comfortable. I hope you don't go home and feel like to go on our Facebook chat that you have to go and put like a, a Central City shirt on, all right? We need to move past that. In college, you're, the adult mode is you're working constantly, sometimes actively working, sometimes like passively working. But you're always, you're always mindful, all right? We will need this for federalism. The 
because this is some tricky stuff. I've got some new ideas how I want to present it. I'm going to run them out by you and see how they are. Your feedback is always very welcome. I have some new, uh, how many people here um, are AP bio slash physiology people? Have had taken those courses or are taking those courses currently? And where are my physicists? People taking physics? Okay. I'm gonna try some new scientific models that sort of use scientific structures of the body and scientific structures of the atom to help explain some things and hopefully that helps ingrain because I know many of you are science-based. You got a lot of future doctors and pharmacists and you know, engineers and hopefully uh, some future teachers, psych. Uh, now, don't teach. Don't. I need this job, don't teach. Now, <laughs> federalism, let's talk about it. Alright, let's see how many of you are paying attention during the Gilded Era discussions in Gray's class. And it's going to be a You think Bill Gates was rich? Ha! In today's current value, Rockefeller's fortune will be something to the effect of $330 billion. If you're looking at the map, like what country do you want to buy today? Brazil looks good, I like that. Now, some samba action. Now, there was an economic construct back then that we can use to understand a bit of the what of federalism, okay? Remember the different kinds of mergers, different kinds of business integration? You saw examples of horizontal mergers and vertical mergers. You discussed that in the formation of trusts, these giant corporations, these parent corporations, or lesser corporations. Does that ring a bell at all? Anything? Even a slightest little Ding, a little ting ching of a little girl's bell on her bike, something, some kind of bell. Okay, five of us say yes. The rest of us, uh, I don't know. Started partying too early, I think, on Friday. Now, let me recap that and then use that as a phrase to tell you about the what of federalism. Two different styles vertical integration of business and a horizontal integration, all right? Separation of powers is kind of a, it's a horizontal structure, all right? We're talking about three equals on one sort of plane of governmental existence. One slice of the onion, just cut up in three pieces, all right? You've got the leg over here, the exec right next to it, and the jud over here, all right? And these distinct branches of government are all supposedly, allegedly, although things change due to circumstance, in theory, they're all equal. All right? Therefore, you see a horizontal sort of alignment. Federalism separates powers, and in, in, in sort of the same way, 
except what they do is separate powers not between the same layer of the onion. They'll chop the same layer in three pieces. What it does is it reorganizes power in a vertical way between different layers of the same onion. So this will be a national layer. We have a state layer here. We got an executive for a state. What do we call a state executive? The, the person who functions as the head of the executive branch for a state would be? Say it. Oh, uh, you know, that one guy, Gary Brown. Governor. What's his title? Governor. Governor, thank you. All right, you have a state assembly. So you have a state legislature. And you also have a state Supreme Court. I mentioned to you before we had some break the the idea of, of, a holo, of a holographic government. That the Constitution guarantees the states to have a government that looks very similar to the national one. You can have no king of Minnesota, for example, in the United States. You must have a form of government that resembles quite closely, with some de deviations, for local flavor and for regional, regional differences, regional customs, that has some sort of resemblance to the national structure exhibited by the separation of powers between legislative, executive, and judicial branches. Now, it gets you know deeper than that, goes local. And in local areas, you have legislature. What is our local legislature called for the city of Los Angeles? That's the mayor, legislative? Beer goes to make laws. City council. Governor. Yeah, city council. Thank you, city council. That's not you. Touch your future city council. It's just that, just in blur. Has he officially taken the oath? You just sworn in? Yeah. We're still in here. Those slam duck here. Guys, it is so so bland. It's hard to even think of him actually running anything. Look like his father. Now, Gil, there's a trap, man. Eric, not so much. Wait, what was that? City Council. State President? Congress. Right. 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 Brian, are you paying attention? Yeah. Yeah. Congress, right? Goes back to the whole Tell terrible thing. Are you paying attention? Dude. Executive for a city mayor. And state, you do have a municipal force. Municipal is a fancy word for city base. Yes. Like Congress, President. Like, and then I can't hear because there's a discussion going on here. Lucy has a question. It does. Well, the L and leg, this is local. But local, we can also say municipal. Municipality is a small sub-government that has a local jurisdiction. And even then, there are governments in between. For example, which entity shares the name Los Angeles, but is slightly larger and includes more cities than just Los Angeles? County. County of Los Angeles, indeed. Alright? Every single state in the union calls counties, you know, they have the same concept of counties except for one, Louisiana. What do they call counties in Louisiana? 
think religious. Think think a, a religious story. Province. What? They're not Canadian. Quarter. Close. French Louisiana, right? One of the few countries that had a strong Catholic presence after the Reformation. Southern is you know Southern Europe, you know France, Spain, Portugal, and Italy, of course, remained heavily Catholic. While Northern Europeans, although there was a French group called the Huguenots, that sort of went. They had, they, they had to leave France because they were Protestant. They had to they read the Bible for themselves and stuff. Crazy. Oh, boom, boom, boom. These powers separated in the same levels. So there's interplay there, but there's also interplay in this direction as well, up and down. So now our matrix got all screwed up. Now you see how hard this is to understand. Don't even get me started on the diagonal movements. Don't even get me. The matrix is very deep now all of a sudden. That's why we have to consider federalism as being one of the also one of the primary tenets, not people who live in an apartment, but tenets, a core belief of the founding fathers. The states were going to have to be involved in this new constitutional government somehow. So you have to add up with as long as what we also said too about separation of powers. Checks and balances. You must also throw federalism in the mix. Big Mark, what up? Um, this is the Negative. That's why being T is crazy. Dude, are you dying? Stop coughing. Stop coughing. A tenant is a poor belief. A poor belief of an institution. A tenant. One of the tenets of our institution here is central. Bingo. What we're talking about, you know, synonyms for values and such, 